have been doing this for yeah, they're Holy right. shit, we've been doing this for two years. Yeah, and it's going to keep happening. Yeah, somehow. can't stop it. Yes. Because this is episode 100 of Dob Off for Bad. I'm producer Jam. Jared's here. Hi, Jared. Can't stop, won't stop. Jared's here. Hi, Jared. Fuck, man. It's, not, it's fucking two years. God damn. Two yeah. years. Episode 100. A hundredth episode. Which is funny because it's also not the anniversary. and <laughs> That's even, also great. Yeah. Even if it was the anniversary, somehow we knocked our episode count out of whack. I think because of the, <laughs> I'm, I'm holding the, uh, the field trip responsible for this. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, oh, so warp like, tour. Even if it was exactly warp. 104 weeks, uh, the episode after the anniversary is 103. So, <laughs> or warp like 102 tour. or something. I don't know. Fucking something. Is warp tour something like that? Uh, warp tour is not a numbered episode. It's a special oh, okay. episode. Uh, it's special. It's yeah. special. All right. Got all those pictures of those vans. We're doing a we're doing a hundred episodes, and we figured, I, first of all, uh, if you're joining us from last week, welcome, f- welcome. to the uh, sorry first meeting of the uh, Last Face Survivors Guild. <laughs> um, yeah, God, uh, you can validate your parking at the counter. Yes, um, that movie. We had a party uh, two days before we did this recording. And in the middle of the party, someone asked, like, what was the last movie y'all did for the show? It and was all A. It was all A? Yeah. yeah. Um, friend of the show, who's been on the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we uh, still feel as violently angry at it now as we did we then. did then, yeah. Yeah, nothing has changed. That movie is terrible. That movie's the hottest garbage. Mm-hmm. It's it's both, like, it thinks it's so damn smart. Yeah. And it's not. And <laughs> it's also just blatantly offensive and you're just mm. kind of going like wow sean penn your fucking ego is massive and 12 years old yeah and yeah exactly the double whammy massively 12 yeah massively so, 12 so he peaked at 12 never went anywhere else so Stuff except the hollywood. flat line oh yeah except the hollywood to get more funding for his shitty shitty movies yeah um yeah, that wasn't that a flat line from where he lived. Yeah, it's not not upwards motion. Just yeah. floating so, through life, same guy. So what we thought we would do this episode, and it depends on how much of the cold open I kept in, I guess, um, is that since it's a hundred episodes, someone might be joining this like it, deep into the process for some reason. For some reason, yeah, Fair you're just jumping in because you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to just hear what this is. about. I love chaos. Yeah. Here I am. Someone, some part of the show has suddenly got the confidence to start promoting the show more often. Let's <laughs> let's check it out. Oh, what is the, what is even happening on this film? Oh my on god, on this film podcast. Hey, why do they keep saying that? What is what is Bob? Bob is. Uh, I've updated the description of the show on on the on the website. So oh yeah, yeah. If yeah. you go to dialbob.com, you can see a description of what the show is and who Bob is. Bob is our tortured Netflix account. Yep. And he's fighting back. Yeah, yeah, and doing a great job. Yeah. So, so, sometimes though, <laughs> he, he also tries to he tries to slip good movies, and then it's like, please, please no. Yeah, dude, me and Jared well, put that motherfucker through the ringer, and he's, yeah. he's like, I'm gonna kick your teeth in now. Yeah, because what's important to note is that they were poisoning Bob like two <laughs> two if years. If you check out the the publishing of the first episode. And then when the Twitter account was created, the difference between those two times is how long they have been poisoning this Netflix account. Yeah. Oh, even longer than that, I thought. Yeah, yeah a little maybe, bit. Maybe, maybe a couple a little... months longer. Yeah. yeah but it's pretty months, close yeah. to like two years solid of 
poisoning Just that evil, Netflix account. Evil deeds. Evil deeds on that account. Yes. Oh. oh my god. Yeah. Oh, some of the early, like before the show, Bob fucking films. Man, yeah. it's woo. Yeah. Uh, no one that comes fuego. to mind: Titanic Two. Titanic 2. Titanic oh, 2. Man. There's a part where a bulkhead comes down and smashes like a girl in two, but there's also a guy and he gets clipped by it. So like or another girl who gets clipped by it and the guy like he's going to be like I know what to do and he fucking like takes some duct tape that's handily dandily nearby and fucking takes a, a debit card and oh, puts yeah, it over the wound and then tapes it. And they yeah, and then they start keep running down the deck. Yeah, and then they run um, through the door that had just closed. <laughs> <laughs> I extremely regret that we did not watch this movie. Oh, it, oh, it, it's too. You bad. know what? It would have been your favorite fucking film because yeah. I gotta tell you, at the end, guess what? The hero dies. Perfect. Yeah, that's everything I love. Because because of the power fantasy. I'm oh yeah, no, it is fucking <laughs> woo. It, it, it it's it because because mm. uh, instead of instead of like going down with the ship and like the frozen the freezing waters and all that shit, they have to yeah. swim out through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's only one air tank. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Oh man. And then, and then and then they pull the fucking Jack the Dead thing. No! And and I was laughing too hard to even give a fuck. Yeah. So yeah. That's, oh yeah. That's Bob. We've been doing that to Bob for a few years. Long time. There's Long a couple time. other characters on the show that maybe deserve a bit of a recap. Uh, for example, Senator Tiger. Now, what what? I don't remember why I decided the Tiger was a senator. But when we decide when we were watching Ten Thousand BC, which was the second movie we did, second, yeah, we first was Solomon Kane. Uh, yes, first was Solomon Kane. Yeah, uh, first one out. Hallow Days, where we thought that was not a good movie. Turns out we were wrong. So that, that movie's, Kane, that that movie's, movie's kind of retroactively fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Re- Solomon Kane actually good film. Yeah, <laughs> like, we dove way deeper. We were, we were like, oh, it's a bad movie podcast. We should lambast all movies like they're bad, and then we like hit this like core of like <laughs> Universal fourteen forty, <laughs> and like it flooded oh, yeah. the mine, and we're all poisoned now. <laughs> It's it's just a radioactive like, oh, yeah, yeah. cloud oh, down there. We went so much deeper to the point that yeah, I would watch Solomon Kane again. <laughs> oh yeah, oh right. yeah, oh, that yeah. dude, dude sadness peels himself off a cross. That was yep. Sick. Oh, <laughs> so, fucking like that just, movie's so stupid. Oh, oh man, beautiful Lord, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Lord Muffle Mask. Oh man, um, dude, the portals. Oh my yeah. god. Oh okay. So yeah, Senator Tiger comes from. Uh, I, I yeah, guess that was 10,000 BC. Was the yeah, it was 10,000 yeah. BC because he's got the tiger in the, the like he's in the pit with the tiger and he frees the tiger. Oh, and God, yeah. I just assumed. Oh yeah, he the was pit and they're like the hanging local out legislator the... of the small village. I guess. Yeah, he becomes oh, the yeah, local like, town he, representative he, at yeah. the caucuses. Like, yeah, sits, they give they give some like. Oh shot yeah, they gave him like, le- leadership. Like yeah. th- the way that he becomes trusted is that the dude gets endorsed by Senator Tiger. Tiger yeah, and then that and then. Uh, all of the people in not Africa suddenly trust the not caveman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Oh, God. And that's how that And happens. then gra- so, Grandma TV just does. And then, oh, yeah. Uh, Spirit Grandma, Grandma TV. TV. Not a Spirit recurring Grandma. character. In, in <laughs> but the really funny. Uh, so Senator Tiger has become our code word for stop talking about video yeah, games. Video games, yeah. Because this is not a video game podcast. Senator Tiger <laughs> actually... Uh, put some legislation down to prevent this from being a video game podcast. I personally am grateful. Uh, we kind of. I feel. Though. I feel attacked on occasion. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. though, in case of emergency, we will do video game content, but not willingly. 
It's a joke more than anything it's, else. It's more goof than anything. Yeah. There's too many video game podcasts. It's fine. And we yeah, did one are. once. Yeah, we did. I also, we did one of those, and you can never find it. Yep. All those episodes have been deleted. I have all of them. No one will ever hear them. <laughs> Scrub. I, 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 in some, I, in some terrible fashion, want to at least hear my stupid voice one more time. Yeah, it, it, they're trash. They're trash. Oh, they're trash, but like yeah. that's fine. Y'all, y'all so modest. They were terrible. They were terrible. They were really, really terrible. You God, don't They were recorded over one microphone with us both yelling into one microphone in the center of the room. <laughs> it sounds approximately it was, it was, it that was, good. It was the dark days, man. You, you don't understand. Okay, now that makes a little bit more yeah. sense. Okay. They're literally hard to listen to. So, as opposed to now where we've, in, where we've put like capital into buying compressors and mixers and stuff and Everyone has a, head, not a microphone. Yeah, because I don't want to do that thing again. <laughs> well, we should do an episode where we just have a single I mean, mic and we just yell at it. I mean, we have. It was the time that we like took the portable recorder everywhere while we were driving. Oh, oh that's yeah. what that was. Yeah, but we needed to do it in a room. Okay. Didn't well, we, we watch do a that? movie? Anyways. <laughs> we, weren't those the precursor episodes we were testing? No. Well, I mean... Eh, one of them. Part of, yeah, we I just recorded a bunch of random audio. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, Centered Tiger is our code word for stop talking about video games. There was one other uh, important recurring character on the show, and I figure this is as good a time to... What about Senator Mammoth? Or, so, uh, Senator Mammoth doesn't resemble anything. He's just kind of... He's a lame duck. You know, he's just kind of there. He gets elected because his constituency likes him, but he doesn't actually... And, and he, like, oh, gives okay. his life up he to just kind of rubber stamps yeah. lives and, yeah. you know... Spiritual leader. He he he's the real Jesus. He's Diane Feinstein. Yeah. Oh God damn it! <laughs> Holy sh. No, she just keeps we getting don't elected. Know who's voting for Senator Mammoth? But they're he not keeps going getting to elected. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. There we go. <laughs> I like that. All yeah. right. Well, <laughs> I'm down for that analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. So I like Senator. I like Senator Mammoth a lot more than I like Diane Feinstein. So we have another character on the show, uh, who is beloved. Yeah. <laughs> beloved. No. <laughs> he assaults uh, us constantly. Uh, uh, years ago, we were on uh, my my uh, my mother was on a university campus. Um, oh, also, there's a show about San Diego. She was on a university uh, campus, um, and there was this box full of these leather-bound books in plastic <laughs> wrapping. Um, and when I say plastic wrapping, I don't mean like shrink wrapped. I mean like little baggies, like that you would put like shower stuff in. Oh, like they were like individual wrapped in like booked sized versions of that. They had like a little button clasp on them. I've lost that part of it years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. He did have that little clasping, didn't he? Yeah. Um. So, since the book was given away, we find it fair game to like we have to memorialize the writings inside the book, but for the protection of the family because y'all are the internet. Um, yeah. <laughs> we don't actually we refer to the book and its author as Doctor Book. Dr. Book. Yes, uh, Dr. Book. Dr. Book's leather-bound book is written entirely in Comic Sans. It has uh, 874 little cones, little quotes, little meditations, and like a couple <laughs> pictures of sunsets because they're from San Diego. And, of course. And, and he also poaches some quotes because he's yeah. from San Diego. Also, yeah. That, that well, that's a time-honored tradition of San Diego, man. Mm-hmm. We, we love our... Oh, to be fart-sniffing and think we're amazing? No, man. Like, yeah. there's like, that, I, I, there was that, uh, <laughs> that dude who just plagiarized like entire like like essays oh, and yeah. works. Yeah. yeah. Dude, oh, listen, that, that's, that's a San Diego boy. I forgot yeah. all about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, San Diego. Represent. <laughs> Hell, dude. Yeah. Dude. Pla- how, how, do you get, how, do, how do you get those straight A's in San Diego? You're a cheater. 
Plagiarize. <laughs> Plagiarize. God, I forgot all about him. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me so proud. <sighs> so Hometown. segments involving Dr. Book start with... Uh, first, Jared being angry that I remember that we do Dr. Book every episode. Yeah, I'm very mad. Yeah. I'm very and mad. And then me, and then this song playing, which is like kind of like a cowbell that I sped up really fast to simulate the sound of a school bell and like the We Will Rock You uh, rhythm just to be a jerk, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, because he's going to come out and rock your fucking mind. And then I say, here's a thought with Dr. Book. Damn it. And then I read the thought. Like this. Sumba. Sumba. I've I've already. I forgot. This one's really good. This one's really relevant to our episode today. Oh, fuck me. Sometimes when nobody is listening, I sit at the piano and pretend I am a concert pianist. The risk improves my ability a little each time, though the pretense is undeniably unreasonable. The The risk? The risk. Go. He said risk. Risk. The risk. That he plays when no one's around. Yeah. While pretending he's a concert pianist, what's the risk? He's uh, he's having a concert for himself. He's doing the his self concert. I'm not so like I, I I'm gonna go ahead and say like as as a person I'm mm-hmm. the least surprised that Doctor Book is a fucking uh, yeah. piano player like oh wow. yeah no I've, I've had a long standing theory that playing piano gives you brain worms he's and candidate Dr. number Book one is evidence of this okay but seriously what's the risk uh, just being embarrassed in an invisible concert being embarrassed of the invisible concert if you only goers. have yourself there how could you be embarrassed. That sound you just heard is the I had to edit something noise. <laughs> Another recurring character on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, hey. We don't do, that. We don't do that as often. I do it pretty often. I, at least oh, once really? an episode. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I edit stuff and don't put the noise in no, because no, no, I no, really the, don't want the, people to know I had to cut something. Uh, there, was, there was at least a good portion there where like mm-hmm. I hadn't heard in a while and I was like, oh, shit, I haven't heard this motherfucker I, in a bit. Yeah. That's the noise that means I had to edit something. Well, I feel sad. I thought we were doing a good job not getting edited here. Yeah, well, it's it's rare. It's really rare. Uh, well, it's become rare. Like yeah. the first, like for like, I want to say like the first ten episodes, like there was like at least one every. Yeah, episode. one per episode for a while there. Yeah, yeah. And then like it eventually kind of like died out. Mm-hmm. Every now and again, you get like, bring, like yeah. and it's like oh, okay, like something got cut there. Yeah. But or, like, <laughs> usually now what happens is that something fucks up in the recording and like. The computer skips a couple seconds, and there's no like natural transition. Oh. So that would be the point where I have to put it in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, that that it more means that than it means someone said something bad. <laughs> That's good, at least. Yay! Yeah, I appreciate that. We're getting better. We're getting more professional. Professional. As long as I didn't say something bad, I feel yeah. good. And uh, yeah, I guess the other recurring segment that we have on the show. Aside from San Diego's driver of the week, which we don't actually have contestants for, but basically, yeah, uh, drivers in San Diego are terrible. Mm. Um, yeah, catastrophically terrible through through a myriad of reasons. Mm. Really, like it's a, it's a, it's a scale, right? Like there, there's like a curve there, and like you're trying to figure out like who's riding that wave and whatnot. But like, it, like LA's above us, but like we're we're like the the ratty little bastard brother who's like gonna knife that fucker eventually in his sleep, like. We're gonna get this. Fucker. Oh well, well, well. It's happened though. LA still actually isn't above us. Remember, like a year ago, like they actually did oh, like a consensus. We got them. And, and, we got them. And we were worse because LA doesn't move anymore. Yeah. So Oh, that's right. They're just gridlock LA traffic driver. is more conveyor belt, and yeah. we are like bumper cars, kind of. Yeah. 
because we still think we actually move mm-hmm. and so that's how you get people just weaving in and out of the lanes <sighs> yeah uh also if you come and visit beautiful san diego don't and uh if it's raining don't drive don't drive. Yeah, don't, don't drive. Yeah, don't, don't, do don't go near the Use road. Use that as rain. an opportunity to go investigate the local bus system and don't drive. Yeah, be on a car that will win an accident. We, we, we do have a trolley system of sorts. It's pretty good because otherwise you will get traumatized. Oh yeah, because no one down here knows anything about driving in the rain. Uh, it's there's, it's a weird there's combination an of story. like. Did I did I ever tell you about this? What? Um, I, I was forced to stand in line at my bank. You know, just yeah, just yeah. Um and <laughs> forced by who? The government? You stand well, there well, now. Hey, hey, you! You're not I, doing I, anything. We need seat forced, fillers at the bank. Forced is really the wrong the wrong term here. Yes, more, it is. more unlucky <laughs> enough to actually get stuck. Okay, standing you, were, in line. you were waiting at the bank. because uh, I usually get there when the bank is right about to close. So mm-hmm. you know, there's usually no one there. Um, but the person in front of me is chatting with you know just one of the tellers and. The conversation in about three words blows my fucking mind because mm-hmm. it's just this full on, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, driving around here has gotten really hard. And, you know, like when it when it rains, I just I just don't know what to do. And I'm just kind of sitting there like the brakes. You you drive a little slower and you hit the brakes. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's just it's just like really hard. And it, my mind is just snapping into pieces because yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? fuck is wrong what do you mean the rain is hard the rain is hard because you make it hard you're just swerving in and out playing bumper cars while the rest of us are trying not to die is that what's happening here <laughs> well, well here's the thing though jerry is like it's it's a weird it's a it's a weird breakdown like i want to say like the majority of people get real slow not just slow like they, they aren't doing That's like true. 40 or 50 they're you, doing you'll like, see like the 30s or the and 50s. they're scared yeah. as yeah, they get real terrified. But yeah. they're kind of like they they kind of have a reason to because yeah. there's that other percentage who are like rain. I don't believe in rain, <laughs> and they're like doing like yeah. fucking ninety, yeah. just fur, fucking like oh, oh, making on, like this speedboat path through the fucking like water that's just whipping everywhere, and it's just like uh, someone's dead. <laughs> Holy shit! When, when when the rain gets bad enough, my favorite thing to see is the fucking speedboaters but they don't know what hydroplaning is. Yeah, that God. shit's fucking great. Because then you get to see a fucking car that's going fucking 90, hit a fucking puddle and go, no, I'm fine. I got, okay. Can I, I have a weird like, story. Recorrect like five times in the middle of trying to gain traction. I have a weird story about hydroplaning from when I was like a teenager, still okay. in high school. So I'm with Harold and his dad, and we're driving up north on the 15. We're going to go, I think, to some kind of con. I can't remember. That anyway, sounds, we're sounds watching cool. like Batman in the background, like like two fucking geeks. Nice. Uh, Batman Beyond. You got something to watch. That's cool. The portable yeah. DVD player. Yeah. Hell yeah. Portable DVD player. This Very nice. Hell yeah. So we're, we're sitting there watching it on the portable DVD player, and like... Harold's dad says something. He's like, "What? What? What the fuck is going on over there?" Because it's it's raining and like we're we're taking it kind of slow. But he's like looking off over onto the other lane, and like we look over, and there's this little red like Honda. Like it's one of the really like low down ones. Like it's a custom like car, but like it's like kind of cheap and stuff. And I'm looking at it, and it's red, and it's like 
peeling its ass down from the other side, and we're kind of like looking, going like, "Holy shit, what the fuck!" And as we're like doing that, I'm going, "That car looks fucking familiar." Oh no! And like as it gets to about us, it fucking like because he's doing like whoever's driving it is doing like eighty, and like fucking hits a certain point, spins out like perfectly like a goddamn Mario Kart hit a banana. <laughs> like <laughs> and fucking ends up facing the same direction it was going. Oh, and wow. it's right at that point that I'm like, oh shit, it's Tasso. And fucking <laughs> Wait, what? Tasso was a guy at my fucking school and he fucking and I know I'm saying his fucking re- name wrong. I'm fucking Oh, that's great though. But he was like fucking this guy in my fucking like automotive class and he had this tiny little fucking Honda and he was like always like fucking like going off on like yeah my car's the fucking shit man we fucking racing this motherfucker and i'm like all right that's cool man you and you and kevin kicking it that's great <laughs> anyway fucking i recognize him because i look and i see it it's like oh my god it's awesome. he's fucking doing 90 he's doing 90 in the middle of the rain on a fucking like on the 15 while <laughs> the there's traffic California thing the ever. fuck is happening so what great. does this mean and then like nothing had happened yeah. just like <laughs> he's racing, man. Dude, he's, he's got to win. Oh my god! Whatever he, that means, he had to flaunt to us like he's like, look at these nitrous cans, and he fucking shows us like he pops over in the back, and it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing nitrous in the rain. Watch this, this is not a good call. Well, the nitrous is not for the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking nitrous while I'm driving. Watch this shit. Oh. <laughs> Got like the airplane mask coming down from the from the windshield. Like, <laughs> have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> Do you wanna? Uh. <coughs> oh fuck! Oh no! Yeah, we don't drive good in the. We don't drive good in San Diego, and you'll hear a lot about that. Hell yeah. You'll get you'll get an idea. I guess the, the way to put this is that we're not pro San Diego, but we're not leaving. So we, yeah. like, we're not like it's. There are worse places. Yeah, the, sure. there there are worse places, but we're not gonna sit here and listen to San Diego, yeah. the best city. Yeah, like y'all y'all. Fuckers. Yeah, I think the actual, finest city in the yeah, world, America's yeah. finest city, America's yeah. finest city, like, part of the tourism <laughs> yeah. thing, which cool. is a hoot. Yeah. I think people get this idea that San Diego is all Comic Con and yeah, uh, exactly. Comic Con hotels, Comic Con car yeah. shows, and yeah, the like, Lucha Libre Taco Shop, uh, um, uh, Car- uh, Carnita Snack Shack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, oh! Like, like the ho- dads. The um, a better example of this is like the section of people that get surprised that uh, we have a huge section of Ku Klux Klan out here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're, we're a retirement home for Klan yeah. members. Oh like, yeah, that's like shit, shit like oh, that. Yeah. There's a lot County. of that in East County. Yeah, but yeah. you see, it's that thing where it's like, so, like they see downtown as San Diego, and that nothing else touches it. Sort if of you thing. would like to have a good time in San Diego, you should go to the beach, and then as you're going, and you should try to get ne- down near the eight, and then uh, oh, you have wow. someone in the car, and then drive inland, and have someone else on Tinder, and watch the and watch like the profiles change. From, oh, that shit's great. Like. I'm an I'm an aspiring app developer too. I'm a cowboy. I want to fuck a cowboy. 
Who's Where, cowboy? Who's my cowboy? Who's my cowboy military man? Also, yeah. like, do they still have the Craigslist personal ads? No, Craigslist personal oh. ads got shot down. But, oh yeah, but they used uh, to be a hoot and a half down here. Oh man, yeah. it was all, like all, on all of like the men's side of it, it's like busty big ass, busty yeah. big ass, busty big ass, and then you go like to a women's side, and it's almost the exact same kind of thing, but it's different. It's just men in uniform, men in uniform, cop, 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 military, military, cop, cop, military, yeah, firefighter, military, cop, cop, cop. And then, like one occasional artsy person who has not realized this is the web, this is not the website for them. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. San Diego is a great place. It's America's finest city. Oh, right here. um, I, I think the other thing that we also didn't touch on with uh, San Diego is that uh, we are the dumping ground of children who didn't get into better colleges. Yeah, yeah, we are. Like, if you didn't get into USC, uh, you're down here. Yep. Uh, Except for like, like we also have kind of like, because like the Scripps Rance Institute is like actually like world renowned for like their fucking like, sure. like uh, oceanography. And well, we like, also have extreme specializations like that or radiology or yeah, predator yeah. We, drones. We, we we do have extreme spes- specializations, yeah, fucking, but we make all the predator drones. We make um, all the predator drones. Let, let's be real. I I find that a lot of these colleges are not people's first choice. Yep. Well, SDSU was my first choice, but that's more of a budgetary concern. Yeah, but again, like like if you had free reign sort of thing, you know? Yeah, UC San Diego's mm-hmm. all right. If, if you had no limit... I would limit- never want to go to UC No, San no, 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 but, but... Really? Yeah, never. Not in a million years. Uh, again, it's more... If you had no limitations, money wasn't a thing, you know, mm-hmm. would you go to San Diego? Yeah. Yeah, I, and yeah, the reason I would never go to UC San Diego is because, like, I don't want to spend my college time in La Jolla. That. Uh, La Jolla is like the rich is like one of the rich neighborhoods. Yeah, it's like that. Um, uh, by Coronado. by rich, we we mean like mm-hmm. literally vice presidents go there and shit. Yeah. Like we are talking the oldest, yeah, beachiest ass money. La Jolla is old money down here. It's like yeah. uh, lesser Malibu. Uh, I don't okay. know, dude. Like kind of see it. it. It's slightly less expensive. Mm-hmm. It's less ritzy, but it's still got that kind of prestige to oh, it. Yeah, and it's right. hella rich. That's, right. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. So yes, the city is like a character in our little film, uh, <laughs> and it's terrible. Also, sometimes we play some games. We're gonna play two of them today. Uh, we got games for you. Got games. Uh, the first game that we like to play is called Crystal Game. Yeah, Crystal Game. Crystalarium. Game, game, Crystal Game. Okay, Crystal Game. So the Crystal Game uh, is brought to you by the fine folks at Crystalarium.com. Uh, your one-stop shop for all your magical crystal needs. And oh, got them crystal needs. We find the advent of mysticism returning to uh, pop culture mixed. I think we're in different places on it. I I understand it as a response to the current uh, situation. Yeah, um, but oh, the old religions fail. We must find the new god. But there's but also even uh, that goodness. notwithstanding. <laughs> yeah, there will always be hucksters, and I find it fun to make fun of the hucksters. Yep. And Crystallarium be some hucksters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they in it for the money. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Fucking so get that I'm cash. scrolling through Crystallarium.com. You will find a link to the crystal we eventually settle on uh, in in the description of the episode. I'm going. I'm currently looking through the Moonstone for a New Year category. Um. There we go. Right there. Uh, let me make sure the description is adequately funny. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> adequately content worthy. Gem Bloomstone 20 inch 14 karat handcrafted gemstone necklace. 
I'm now showing them a picture of the necklace. Wow. It looks like one of those like like those like uh, glow in the dark tubes that you put mm-hmm. on your neck for like raves and stuff. <laughs> like when you're out at like Disneyland, so your parents can spot you in the dark. Is that is that worse that we both have the same mm-hmm. idea? On that? Yeah. It's probably not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably five dollars to make. Moonstone <laughs> dimensions seven millimeters each. Hmm. Uh, wow. We're, so I'm going to read the description of this product, and then they're going to guess how much it costs. How, um, how many chakras? Metaf- physical, so we're going into the metaphysical properties. Okay. Uh, it affects your heart, brow, and crown chakra. At some point, we'll learn what that means. Heart, brow, and crown chakra. Uh, it's the birthstone of June. Ooh. Uh, its astrological sign is Gemini, Cancer, Libra, and Scorpio. Uh, Moonstone cleanses negativity from chakras, brings out the feminine aspects of one's nature uh, while providing spiritual nourishment, cardinal feminine energy stone. I almost want you to search at some point, like, just the site and see how many times that pops up. I mean, I'm sure they reuse the description for the gems. I, no, I, no, I know. I just, it, it it's the genericness mm-hmm. of that one in particular. Oh, yeah, it's the Barnum effect. Yeah, it's exactly. like, people want to believe, like, these kinds of things. I'm uh, just trying to understand, like, <laughs> how many cardinal stones are there? Oh, I mean... Cardinal would tend to mean like the number one, I think, in this case. So this would be the number, the number one feminine. Are cardinals stone. the number like because there's I mean there's the Pope. Well, they're not gonna <laughs> say papal feminine energy stone. That's not gonna sell anyone on anything. Well, I, I thought it was gonna be like Pope Stone. I think Pope you Rock. know I think Pope you I think you know how they're using it and you're being obtuse right now. <laughs> I don't know. Now I want Jared to say I want to rub Pope Stones on me. <laughs> I need my number one Pope Stone. Okay, well, in the meantime, we have the Cardinal Feminine Energy Stone. How much does this cost? It's got three chakras. It's got three chakras. It's a, car- it's a necklace. How, how, how it's some- a 14-carat necklace. It's a Cardinal Feminine Energy Stone. It's got it's got 11. It's got like 11 of them. Okay, that's what I was One, curious One, two, about. three, four, five, six, how, seven, how eight, nine, ten of them. My apologies. Ten of them. Mm, okay. My. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. At five millimeters a piece with four. Seven millimeters. Ten, Se- oh, ten seven stones, seven millimeters. Hmm. Or slightly less small than initially mm-hmm. anticipated. Yeah. Um, how huckster do I think this is? See, I've been getting burnt. I've been getting burnt on like going too high on these things. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Well, at the same time, that also played out pretty well for you for a good section. Yeah, too. no, yeah. that's true. So that's true. We like, were running into some hella expensive shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, he really was, and it was kind of staggering. Like I've. I'm not some hucksters, man. Like, if you are selling that shit, man, good fucking on you. Jesus. I'm going to go with, you know, the, the three chakras really tell me that it's going to be like 1150. So you're like saying? Ele- uh, 1100. Like so, 1100, like $50. So $1,150? Yeah. Okay. 1150 Not $11.50 like the last time. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this is not prices Right rules where it's like you have to go get closest without going over it's just closest either direction yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we don't we don't do it like that um we ain't ripping people like bob barker and uh mm-hmm. drew i mean there's there's a there's a spot there's a place for that and it's called the time is, is the price is right the time is right is a different show <laughs> the time is right mm-hmm. we'll call you it's 14 um, 14 carat on the <laughs> it's 14 carat gold yes oh it's 14 carat gold okay i thought it was silver for yeah. a second there <sighs> Uh, gold's only gonna oh, gold isn't gonna add that much to the fucking price. It's, it's how huckster we are in this fucking moon mm-hmm. rock. Oh, um, 
Does it actually give somewhere in the description like where the room, the moon rock is from? Like, uh, no, it does not. Oh, okay, cool. The moon rock. That's a good question. Not. Like we've had a lot of them that are like, like yeah. this is from Sri Lanka, Tanzanagi. Yeah. You know, yeah, from this, yeah, yeah. This one's um, from Tangiers. <laughs> well, that means that see now that that's also another sign that means we're being extra huckster here. Mm-hmm. Um, from Oregon. <laughs> I'm gonna go three thousand on this one. Uh. Let's see. I'm going to say that uh, Jer is closest. What? What? It is $2,430. Yes. Wow. Yeah, you are. You closest. overshot, but only by like 600 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, but I was kind of like, like, all right, all right I, I want to explain the process here. So, Jared, like, it really comes down to it's like, they didn't. They didn't say where the shit is from. Yeah, they didn't they're, source they're, it. They're, they didn't they're, source they're, their shit. Yeah, they didn't oh. source their shit. They're oh, gonna go a, big. That's a good breakthrough, man. Yeah. Holy shit, dude, Jerry, you're fucking cracking the code. <laughs> we'll be what, hucksters in no time, man. Well, well yeah, hell. no, but that that was the thing. There, I was like, oh, dude, are they gonna source this from? Because if, if they're sourcing where this is from, I don't think it's over two thousand bucks. Mm. No, no. But like, if, if they're if they're gonna insinuate that this is an actual moon rock, yeah, three thousand. Maybe three thousand five hundred. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. These are. I gotta huckster this shit this up. Is, this is some fake ass shit. You're just trying to get some money. Oh, we have another game we like to play on this show. I like to play it. No, we're not there. Are we not? No. Yeah, we have content. We have, we content. have, we have an emergency game that we play. <laughs> so, he's, he's doing a recurring no, theme. So no. I will I will just briefly discuss no. what it is without playing it. Fine. Because I had to incentivize <laughs> that they, that they play that they like look for stuff. I guess we have two emergency games that we play. What's our second one? Uh well, the first one that we play is uh looking at stuff. Yeah. And that's what we do if Jared didn't bring anything to the show. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. In, in no. which we look around the room and we identify various things in the room and Jared gets cons- like <laughs> progressively angrier flustered. at me because I don't even like look at him while I'm looking at stuff. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> look, <laughs> look at me while I'm talking to you. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all that. It's all a good time. Ooh, uh, and the game that we play when... Uh, Jared doesn't have something. It's called "What's Your Favorite." Ah, <laughs> oh, that's fair. And and we just ask, "What's your favorite?" And then if you uh, if you repeat yourself uh, from the last time you said something was your favorite, you lose. So <laughs> <laughs> so those are our emergency games. But it happens that we have content. So let's check out some of this content. Let's check out some of this content. I'm being a host. Do you, you want to go first or should? Well, I I've go? got a few articles for y'all to choose from. Okay, okay. from so our, our our fine yeah. friends at Cat Country one hundred seven point three. Yeah, yeah New, New Jersey choice for country music. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Derek referred to it as the Pines. The 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 Pines the Pines yeah. radio. Yes. Yeah. So I've got I've got a few. If you guys are interested mm-hmm. in uh, digging through that. I would love to know if there was a follow-up to the story we read from them last time. Oh, yeah. Did because they that was one that? of oh, Sadly, no. Yeah. I was looking for it. No. Nah, yeah. I was looking to see. You can listen to that in episode 98 and hear me get really, really happy. That's <laughs> really funny. I've also got something from a new source, mm-hmm. Mirror from the UK. Oh, no. Oh, okay. What is the Mirror thing? Psychic who predicted JFK assassination says world will end in Armageddon War. This year. So this is the Inquirer for for Europe. Uh, 
like English press is full of yeah uh, bullshit below board maneuvers. Let's say yeah, that's and they would sue me for that if I was over there. <laughs> but, really? Yeah, libel yeah. laws are intense in England. Oh like, yeah, dear really. lord. Yeah, but yeah, you we think- broke free of the colonies. We're doing great. So what's the psychic story? <laughs> Oh, I wanted to well, listen to the cat country. Well, shit. what are what are our cat country options? Yeah, okay. Like, we'll do one or the other. Okay, psychic country predicts. music or psychic apocalypse predictions. Really, yeah, yeah. It's really tough to pick. Between <laughs> Thank them. you. It's like a Sturgill Simpson record here. Man. Yeah, so exactly. Here are the three I have from Cat Country. I haven't read into them, so okay. I don't know how good they are. But mm. the 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 headlines are pretty great. Okay. All right, all right, Dogs play. bite six people after terrorizing Lahet for months. Cops say. Nah. Nah. It's wild dogs. Carrie Underwood sad. and Mike Fisher's marriage must colon make time for each other. Nope. Boo. <laughs> Paul, what's the best cat uh, what's the best country song inspired by kids? Let's check oh, out that, the psychics. That could go bad. <laughs> yeah, maybe the psychics. Country song inspired by kids. What does that even I, okay, okay. Do you see go back now, now you're curious. Do you want I need to- an example song of a country song inspired by kids? I oh, have none no. to give you, but yeah, like, I want go, well, I'm, they, he hey, wants you to click on the article have, and like go yeah. give one out right now. Yeah, yeah they have because exa- I'm look, look, I like country music. I can't think of a lot of country music about kids. I can think of some. Other, I'm a new was, dad, and so many songs on the oh, radio mean that's more the article. to me than I thought that was the name I'm of the song. Da- yeah. I'm a new dad. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Uh, My daughter is 10 months old, and the song You're Gonna Miss This by Trace Adkins wrecks me. I used to just think this was a really cool song, but now it touches my heart. The same goes with Watching You by Rodney Atkins, and I loved her first by hey, Heartland. Why are we doing an accent? They're in New Jersey. They don't have the accent. I don't know. Hey, yo, ma! Like, yeah. I just felt like reading yeah. it. Like Please that. don't do a New Jersey accent while reading the story. I, I wasn't going to do yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah, just read the, just read the story. It's, it, it'll be funny enough on its own. So you're going to miss this, I guess? Yeah, by... Uh, no, no, I, I, I assume a song about, like, they're not... They don't hate you yet. They're screaming now, but later it'll be like it, like it went... Like, they grow up so fast... Because your time, your sense of time is dilated by how stressed out you are all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the song. Give me some more. Give me some more songs about. Then it goes kids. on to say, "What's the best country song inspired by kids?" We started thinking about this after Brett Young shared a new song he had written for his baby girl called Lady. You're doing the voice again. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. It just kind of slips in. Brett Young. My, bra- <laughs> Brett Young. <laughs> my brain. My brain deals my, with this. My, cat you know country. that there are people that, that we that like there are Southern listeners that don't. I talk know, like and that, I'm right? sorry. <laughs> but also, like my family's from the South, at least from my mom's side. Mm-hmm. So like. I don't know. I want to get a counterpoint. What kind of accent are you talking with? with My southern roots. Okay. Well, let's not do it while we're making. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's fair. That seems counterintuitive, and like we're making fun of southern accents. No, that's fair. Yeah, Yeah, let's do it. We're making fun of like um, San Francisco yuppies. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that one's fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it cuts from that. What is the to a, a Twitter post of? What is the best country song oh, inspired so by four kids? Four songs about kids. Okay. Luke Bryan. We may know them as country stars, but their most important role is to play dad to their children. Wait, is this? This is, this is, is going to go on like this. I don't like this. <laughs> this is just like country stars that are dads. Is that oh, really what? This oh, is? even All right, better. Pull the shoot. They lied to you. I'm pulling the ripcord. Get, get out. Just article. give me the give me the psychic. Wait, wait, get to wait, the psychic. Wait, 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 get the world. The psychic. 
or else I'm going to instigate the very real end of the world. <laughs> He's going to start looking at stuff if you don't move. No, I, I, I know, I know. I just have to know, like, but there's no songs listed. Yeah. There's no songs listed. Yep. Dude, you're just listening they, to it was clickbait. kids. It was clickbait. They lied to you. Oh, man. you it's... bastards. You dirty bastards. It's probably <laughs> the Twitter post. <laughs> okay, you know what I like about this the most is... Um, Jared like turned to Cat Country for integrity here. Yeah, I did. And I was, I <laughs> that was burned. a terrible mistake. I was burned. You were burned. Speaking of burning, let's talk about the apocalypse war at the end of the year. That was yeah. predicted. Let's talk about that. All right. So this is an article about Jean Dick. Uh, Jean. Jean? Do you want me to read it? J E A N E. Jean. J E A N E. Or G J E. Show me. Show it to me. Yeah. Show it to me. Show it to you. I'm show me. Show you. I'm gonna read this article. No. Yeah, Gene Dixon is believed to have advised three U.S. presidents and claimed to have predicted the Munich massacre. Oprah Winfrey's rise to fame. That one seemed like kind of a <laughs> <laughs> kind, of, kind of an easy one. And uh, Exxon Valdez oil spill. <laughs> uh, it's called insider trading i listened to the stock i i, 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 I was in on the stock meetings and uh let me tell you they are not keeping up with that python structure i have the radio frequencies and the tinfoil hat to connect with these hedge fund managers all right so jared i'm gonna do a cold reading um i think you're uh five years old and um your uh dog flew into uh the sun mm-hmm. how close am i is, is anyone feeling that in the room Someone five years old and just is there anyone dog. here who is five and had a dog flying to the sun? I, I, dog flying. I, I, the sun. I'm five mm-hmm. and I had I'm, my dog flying to the sun. I'm John okay. Edwards. I'm John Edwards. <laughs> Jean was one of the most famous self-proclaimed psychics and astrologers in America. She wrote seven best-selling books, including an autobiography filled with predictions and a horoscope novel for dogs. So let's stop there. That that's like where I was like, yeah. Horoscope novel for dogs. Horoscope, horoscope novel. I'm gonna for go dogs. look up the horoscope novel for dogs. Does that mean there are people out there walking their dogs like today's gonna be the day, honey? You're gonna meet your big one. That'd be great. <laughs> Ooh, negative energy Horos- today. We can't have you walking out like that. Can't have you walking out like that. Novel for dogs. God. Let's see what Google says when I search for this. Is it like a picture book that you just open and flip pages for your dog? Here. I'm Is getting that all better sorts or worse? Of, all sorts of novels about dogs. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so here's signs from pets in the afterlife from Chewy.com. <laughs> it's on Chewy. <laughs> this is not the right no, book. This, this, this is, is a separate book. book. <laughs> but it's still on Chewy. This is yeah. a terrible little rabbit hole. It's eleven dollars. This is a spike filled rabbit hole. Start like buying dog afterlife books. <laughs> That's where this leads. Um, <laughs> Lynn Reagan wrote the book Signs for Pets in the Afterlife to help pet parents continue their relationship with pets uh, who have crossed the rainbow bridge. <laughs> Rainbow Road, it's where you go to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about Lazarus. <laughs> He's up farm in the Rainbow oh, Bridge. Oh, 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 God. Fucking. As an ABC's guide to reading science messages and signals from the afterworld, this book helps grieving animal lovers identify gifts from their fur babies long after they've passed. Hey, Christ. wait a minute. I'm sensing a pattern here. 
Had a loved one die? I know all about that. Reagan wanted to comfort others by taking the confusion and guesswork out of the afterlife. Does and, that... by, and by making it simple to look for messages beyond the rainbow. Do they bark? Do they bark at people? Is do there they... barking in the ether? Oh my god, do they? I'm getting oh, a message. Shit. I'm getting Guys. a message from, from Yappy. We straight up beyond the bark rainbow now. Spot says he left the bone. Behind the dumpster. This is all based on uh, David Foster Wallace's unfinished manuscript, Infinite Pets. Um, <laughs> what? It's, kind of, it's a joke. That was a joke. Oh, okay, oh, good. There. I was like, I was about to look at you. I was like, I told what you fucking see, you book see, is uh, that? David Foster Wallace is famous for writing a book called Infinite Jest. Oh, yes. And uh, it's a book that you can read. It's got a lot of words in it, and it's about kind of nothing. Um it's about having it and showing people that you have it, really. That's no, the okay, main cool. thing that Infinite Jest is about. Anyways. Uh, that's why it's infinitely justing it. Yeah. Uh, about the it's author. Jest against your sensibilities. I'm sorry to derail your content here. I'll pass, I'll pass your phone back now because I got a lot more to say about this author. Um, Lynn Reagan knew she was destined to become an author from a very young age. <laughs> what she didn't know was that her real-life experiences with grief would inspire several novels based on her own life. Since the release of her first novel, Wake Me Up, Lynn released four additional books on the afterlife and communicating with the other side. Exceeding her own expectations, she also became a professional aura photographer. It's going to take a second to think about that. Aura, aura photographer. photographer. Professional aura photographer. See, all these amateur aura photographers, they, the photog photographers, photographers, God. Can they, somebody show me a picture of what this looks like? Uh, I She can, allegedly. She can. <laughs> uh, that's why there's professional aura photographers anyways doesn't that mean money <laughs> an ordained minister a children's book Holy author shit. and a publisher i feel like being a children's book officer uh, uh, officer. Author. God. officer children's book officer i mean i've like inherited your fucking dyslexia <laughs> um <laughs> well we distill it for you my phone to you and now you have the what? disease what? Yeah, but we passed the phone sideways, and I got it in the in the middle of the chain. Um, well, I feel like the the bar for children's book authorship is pretty low. It is. It's it's alarming. In fact, it's kind of like as long as you can get like a like, it's essentially like take something that is like a, something a child will not know, and like that is like accepted behavior, and as long as you like essentially like adhere to the norms of that like behavior anything else is free game right but i just feel like all of the people that i've met that have expressed their interest in writing a children's book uh should not be nearer children yeah strangely enough you're actually i i, I feel like our life experiences on that are the same uh yeah. Derek's ex is actually wrote a children's book perfect yeah that's perfect oh it's I was also thinking about the time that I ended up uh, wow. spending a day with um, a bad friend. Uh, uh, it's a story that involved a meth addict. Anyways, the, <laughs> the, the meth addict did not want to write the children's book, but someone who showed up later proceeded to like shake my hand and then get stoned out of her fucking mind, then showed me her manuscript for a children's book. So <laughs> This sounds like a really interesting slash. <laughs> It's too long of a story to get into right now. Oh, one day. Yeah. One so, day. One, yeah, yeah, if we run out of content, ask me about the clammy guitarist. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <sighs> oh, fuck.
fuck. Man. I feel I feel like I'm a good parent because I didn't like I like pre-screened a lot of the yeah. fucking children's Stop. books. Minimum I level even, of like, mysticism in your education. Yeah, kids. like because I looked at like a lot of these books. Was like you're full of shit. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. That's actually communicating something. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. Yeah. You're full of shit. Turns out, like, I don't think adults are like a good judge of what children are going through and i don't know how that happened necessarily we're so just distanced from it yeah i suppose plus also i think um our mind has uh an innate ability to uh you know polish it up make it better than it was but it feels like the people who are trying to make a career out of like uh stuff for kids like they have this approach to it that really concerns me where it's like they have this sense of like Ah, this would like the the idea of what's good for kids is something that they recognize as being good and like th- their own like predilections with art style and aesthetic and all that stuff. When like I don't know, I remember enough about being a kid to remember that su- that all being sucker shit when I was a kid. Yeah, no, but like I I, I think there are different genres of mm-hmm. um, child writers because you have you have the academics. Yeah. Um, and then you got the hucksters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just have people that I feel well, like, were like pushed to it. Like, mm. like, like in a way that, you know, like you were like doodling with something, you know, at like a Starbucks or something. And then like, you know, like five of your friends like came over or something and were just like, you know, you should really write like a children's book. Ugh. I could not imagine a worse fate. Yeah. No, but like, I. Look, come on. Let's be real. Being the people, the people that are fucking doing this sort of shit, like that. Yeah. You gotta imagine it's pretty easy money once you get like the yeah. Of it. And they take a bunch of personality tests and are surprised to find they're a pushover in the middle of their like <laughs> yeah. unwanted children's book empire. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I I remember enjoying like Balloon Farm as it, like how how young are we talking when it comes to like books and kids? Well, see, that's the thing is I feel yeah, like they have even... a shifting scale there too, where it's like, yeah. this is good for kids from age five to seven. It's like, how do you know that? Like, what? Like, what did you test that on? In age seven, I read fucking The Lost World by Michael Crichton. Man, like, what do you mean? <laughs> yep. God damn. I was reading early, uh, like really, really early. I, I was just doing goosebumps. Yeah. I mean, I, I like... In my defense, Lost World had a dinosaur on the cover. <laughs> no, that's, so fair. I was like, that's fair. I was like, this seems like a chill book. Let's read this. And <laughs> Yeah, like 10, my, 10, 10, I was doing like the stuff that you're doing where it's just like, yeah, fucking aliens. Is, oh, that's really descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is... This is I, oh, I fucked this up. I probably shouldn't be reading this right yeah, now. Yeah, I probably shouldn't be reading this. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. It's like, and then Luke, oh, he hell of sliced him in two with the lightsaber. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. This is a lot different yeah, than the movies. Like, it was about like eight or nine that I like my above my bed when I was a kid, my mom had like all of her like old like fucking romance novels. Oh, so I was no. like, huh, this one's like a beefcake and some hot bitch. Let's do this. And it was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Yeah. Huh. Getting all up in there, and then just slid it under my pillow. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking finish that. I'm gonna finish <laughs> that out. <laughs> just gonna, I won't get back to uh, that. Let me get my Scholastic Book Fair bookmark. I'll <laughs> yeah. need to remember where I'm at in this. Ooh. <laughs> it was getting real good. Yeah, see, <laughs> see, this is this is. Uh, I think this is a formative difference because you're talking about your mom having a bunch of romance novels. I think that explains your like care your carefree hedonist thing. 
my mom had a bunch of Stephen King novels, so books were kind of traps in my house. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh God, oh, the stand. Oh sh. Oh. Most of the most of the books, at least that uh, were at least in my reaching range, were. <laughs> A uh, fair selection of romance novels, murder mysteries, <laughs> and sci-fi. Oh yeah, fuck murder mysteries. My mom just reads about murderers, just just to do it. And Henry uh, Kissinger, which I yeah, guess yeah. But I, I should I should clarify what that the these, fuck is that about? These weren't. I've asked. Um, I don't know. These weren't mom and dad's books because mom and dad's books were. You go to mom and dad's books if you want to fucking learn something. You're not you're not reading that shit for fun. Yeah. You are reading that if you want to figure out how an atom shoots through another atom and then doesn't blow the fuck up. Yeah. Like that's why you're reading that shit. Also, like like Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, oh I love oh, Calvin yeah, and Hobbes. Calvin Hobbes but all that stuff. They yeah, they they bought side. me the Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. For for me for me to read. Mm-hmm. And my uh, uncle actually gave me his collection of like Far Side. Yeah. But um. You know, dad, dad, and mom just had fucking. They had fucking textbooks. Mm-hmm. That there, there was, it was the most dry shit you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Uh, but grandma and grandpa, no, they had me covered. They had everything. <laughs> well, it's yeah. been about an hour, so that's about that's an episode roughly. Do you do you want me to get to grab my article? Eh, it's been an hour. I don't think we need to, and oh. we're recording three episodes today. So are we just gonna cut this then? Well, I mean, we had a brief. Uh, I think, I think, I think we did what the, we were gonna do with it. Armageddon. We're, we're not, we're not gonna get back to it. No. it dude, horoscope novel for dogs way more interesting <laughs> than, than the end of the world. Yeah, you can understand why I was interested in that article though. Yeah, right? for sure. As soon as I saw it, I was like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but but this but but he he found the meat that you actually wanted and went down that rabbit hole. So yeah. I will say though, like when they're like, "Oh, she predicted JFK." I'm reading it, and it's like, "Dude, she just vaguely predicted uh, the dude's gonna be Democratic and for labor, and then get shot." And it's like, that's not a prediction. JFK gets shot. That's just like that's trends and forces. Yeah. <laughs> Great, you predicted something. You predicted <laughs> capitalism. Good job. <laughs> you predicted the capitalists would try and shoot the socialists. Whoop whoop. Did I ever tell you about the time I was at a debate tournament and? Uh, oh, I- yeah. You've the, told me. I don't think you okay, told Jared told or told Jared. the show uh, on the, on the I, show. When I was in community college, I took a debate class, and one and one of the the only mandatory assignment for the whole class was a debate tournament that everyone had to go to. Didn't matter if you won or lost; you just had to participate. Um, we meddled, uh, my little team. We meddled. Um, we were ninth, I think. I've since thrown away the medal because I'm irrational. And the th- we had like a list of topics, and we would have like time to like work out our approach to the topic we would be assigned if we were for or against and we would alternate throughout the day and uh one of the ones that we got um against was uh the last topic of the day which was mccain 08 uh and apparently according to the teacher uh beforehand uh the topic was obama 08 and apparently one of the teachers from the other schools uh pushed hard at the last second to make it pro mccain so fun whatever school that was is a big blast to go to i'm sure oh yeah um and it was the last it was the last debate of the day and i i was done i had done three straight so it was between the other two uh people on in, in my group and i was confident in our chances um but uh we fucking they're making their arguments against voting for Obama, and one of them was someone might shoot him because <laughs> he's black and 
progress is rewarded with bullets. And I marched out of the class uh, in the middle of that debate. Uh, I went outside the building and promptly collapsed on the ground crying and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we won. We, we, we beat them. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't. Okay. To meekly offer, well, if you vote for Obama, he might get the shot at it as like a reason to not. Like to to any to president not. might get shot. They shot Reagan. Like, <laughs> like Granted, Hinkley, Hinkley came with a twenty two. man. Yeah. God, what a dumbass. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> well, he's a guy that got the gumption in him to go shoot a president. Yeah. Yeah, real that, like, stable and thinking this out there. and, like, forward thinkingness or whatever you want to call it is not going to keep you from getting, uh, the, getting the business occasionally because leaders get the business occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, this podcast is not for Nazis. Go fuck yourself if you're a Nazi. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at DalBob or visit us at DalBob.com. We'll see you next week for a film episode. Hooray. Also, fuck Nazis. Also, fuck Nazis.